We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the Roadwire DFS show. We're talking Tuesday's four-game Premier League slate at DraftKings. I already say that DraftKings. I got DraftKings. I got Roadwire. Ryan has Roadwire. He has DraftKings. We got a show here. Uh, it's early. I'm jumbling my words here. It's early. Good morning to Jack. Good morning to Ryan. Welcome into the show, guys. Morning, Adam. Morning, yeah, Adam. I need a, I need a RW hat. I have the the winter hat that I wear all the time, but I need something for the pod. I believe you live closer to Rotowire headquarters than me, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll hit him. I'll, uh, you I'll can, hit him uh, up. You, you can stop by. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go knock on Roto Peter's door this afternoon and uh, get some, <laughs> steal some free swag. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we we just got some new stuff. I don't even know what it looks like, so I'm I'm out of the loop. I obviously don't go into the office, but I heard through the uh, Slack grapevine that we do have some new swag. So uh, we'll see what that kind of looks like. Maybe we'll have some more contests later on the season. But this four game slate is uh, is an interesting one, and the big thing to talk about is we're probably going to get rotation. Granted, I will say that it seems like a lot of times we we sometimes project rotation in midweek matches, and then it turns out that actually the the rotation is the following weekend. So that is something to to take into account. But uh, we'll get into the lineups here in a little bit. But we have Brighton as the biggest favorite away to Brett to away to Bournemouth. Leeds are home against Nottingham Forest. Chelsea home against Liverpool. Leicester City home against Aston Villa. Chelsea, uh, no manager. Bruno Saltar is managing Leicester City. Uh, I don't even know who's managing them for this match. Prior assistant. Uh, does that change anything, Ryan? Do, does this change anything? I mean, it's what, two, three days with these teams? Leicester, Chelsea, Grand Potter's out, Brennan Rodgers out. Probably doesn't change anything, but do you think anything goes into that there? Yeah, I don't know. Two. <clears throat> Something I think, but yeah, I don't know. It kind of make kind of makes me want to play the teams a little bit more than I did. I don't know. What do you think? I that you got the new like, like Leicester. You know that they, they they were really and both are at home too. So I don't know. Like if it was if they were away from home, it'd be a different story. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, like I was down on Leicester and down on Chelsea. I think we've all been. So it can't really be worse than that. So for me, it's sort of like a extra. It's like a reason to play him if if you're looking for one. If you're, if you're looking to play Leicester or Chelsea or Chelsea, the reason yeah. to, the the reason to play them is, is because their their managers are no longer there. Kind of so, no, like you know, great. like someone like you know, I'm I'm looking to play like. You know, I'm always looking for an excuse to play Chilwell, Reese James. I mean, at home in a big match, fans are going to be fired up. Madison, too. Does Madison have the, the best floor on the slate? Or or are Lester bad where he just, his floor is like the same as, you know, the four other main set piece takers? I don't know. It's a home match, new manager. Like, you know, it's sort of an extra reason that, to play Ma- Madison and those Chelsea guys, I think. But... You know, you could go the other way and think oh, these teams are just in, in shambles and, you know, maybe Liverpool are just better or, or whatever. I don't know. For me, it's like an extra reason to play them, though, mostly because they're at home and, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jack, in, in terms of a little something else here, in terms of the rotation I was mad. Mentioning, as you can see in our projected 11s, I threw in Evan Ferguson. I threw in Denise Undav. Uh Julio Inciso was actually mentioned uh, by Deserby in his press conference. He could be starting. So I moved out McAllister. Miedema is also in range. Just guys that were mentioned kind of a few days ago by Deserby that, you know, these guys played a couple times over the national break. And now to see them play, you know, back-to-back matches for for Brighton is going to be a little tough on them. So, as I said at the top, you know, we could see rotation here or we could see rotation on the weekend. Uh, really, obviously, we can't project this kind of thing. But I think the biggest question, uh, I think we all kind of like leads here in this spot, home against Nottingham Forest. But with their lineup, as we can see here, Rasmus Christensen played a little bit more of a midfield role last game. Is that going to happen again? We also have Bamford and Rodrigo. Neither one of those guys started over the weekend. We also have, no matter who starts, anyone, any of the top four attackers could be going 60, 70 minutes, and we got that to worry about. So uh, I guess I just asked you a bunch of stuff here. Does anything, does this, is sub or substitute risks going to ch- come into play at all? Or are you looking to play some of these, you know, guys who may be, you know, rotated in like a, I, I don't know if you're looking at Undav at all or anything or guys like that, or even Rodrigo, something like that. But has that gone into your thinking at all while building lineups? Yeah, it's it's kind of a tricky one because we really don't know what to expect. Like you're projecting Dennis Undav and I've seen other sources project Alexis McAllister, but I mean, you're right. I mean, McAllister's had to play a lot of games and who knows if he's guaranteed to play a full 90, even if he didn't start. And a lot of these Brighton guys are expensive and Undav is a bit of salary relief. So I don't think that's a cash game option, but if you want Brighton pieces and a really favorable matchup against Bournemouth, I think that makes a lot of sense. But I agree with you. There's a lot of question marks here. Like, what are leads going to look like? And is Brendan Aronson, who's like 4,600, really well-priced, is he only going to go 60 minutes? Is he going to take set pieces? Is Mark Roca going to start and steal set pieces from a favorably priced Jack Harrison? Like all these things are going to affect how we approach our cash games. I mean, are Leicester going to look much different? 
and Chelsea. I don't know how Chelsea are going to tactically look either. I noticed is Mason Mount fits because I saw some health update that he might be able to play. And if he does, that's 5,100. So a lot of the things we talk about, I think we're going to want to be like quick on our feet more or less, because who knows what Chelsea are going to look like with a completely with, with a new manager. I don't know what Bruno Salter is going to do. So um, I don't think any of us do. There's no point in really speculating. We'll look at the 11 and try to, to do something from there. So I want to be ready to be quick on my feet. And I have been thinking a little bit more in terms of contingencies, like uh, being, we want to be ready to see if there's any like late value that appears. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it should be fun, but we're going to have to be prepared at uh, 12.45 central time whenever the lineups come out. It should be fun, but we also have to note that this Chelsea-Liverpool match is the lineups will come out 15 minutes after the other ones. So if you're if you're building the lineup, you got the first, you know, first 15 minutes of the first three matches, the lineups come out, and you have whoever. I mean, I threw Pulisic in here, but who knows who's going to start. Like you have Felix or Pulisic or, or even Havertz in your lineup, and 15 minutes later, it's like one of those guys doesn't start, and then you got to rework everything. So... Uh, do you have any thoughts in terms of lineups, Ryan? Um, I kind of just tinkered and did whatever uh, yesterday when I put some of these in. Um, do you have any thoughts about who's going to start at all? Or do you think Mason Mount's yeah, going to come mean, back in? Do you, have, do you know anything about Bruno Saltar, I guess? No, I don't. Um, okay. But, yeah, the first thing I'm going to do is is look at, these lineups first Brighton yeah I've seen all different guys that could start and see so like you mentioned and also first thing I'm gonna do is look where look where these guys are lined up like McAllister you could see him back in a defensive role depending on who starts and I think you'd want to be off him there or else you're just playing for the penalty kick I think you're going to want to look where Pascal Gross starts you know I've seen some formations if McAllister is back in that defensive role you'll get Gross at right back which probably better for cash games if you're considering him um, better than playing defensive mid at least then yeah I want to look at the leads formation after that that'll or the leads lineup and everything after that that'll be the next thing um, like does Mark Roca start or is Christensen in defensive midfield um, but these leads guys you know are cheap enough where for me it doesn't really matter who starts I mean Rodrigo's not cheap but all the other ones are um, I won't really worry about the sub. Like I would, I want to play, I would play Bamford, Sinistera, Somerville, even, even Jorginho, Rudder, Ruder, however you say his name. I'll play any of those Leeds guys. I mean, they basically have well, the second highest, second highest total on the slate and all their players are cheaper than everyone else. Um, yeah. If Brighton, if Brighton ends up rotating, I mean, Total seems a little bit high for me if it's not their A team. So I just, I keep an eye on that. Um, and then Chelsea. Yeah. Who knows what Chelsea are going to do that format. That'll be the next thing I look for the Chelsea formation. Um, it's a big bump to Reese James. If he's on the wing, it's even a bump to Chilwell in a spot like this. Like if, if for some reason they went back to a back four, maybe you could fade Chilwell in tournaments, but if he's on the wing, I'm going to want to play him. Yeah, I, I uh, just, you know, Googled Bruno Saltar here, and he's just always been – he's never been an actual manager. Uh, he was playing for, with Brighton four or five years ago, and uh, he 
He was a player development at Brighton in June 2019, and then he followed Graham Potter uh, to Chelsea. So he's been a Graham Potter guy. So I'd assume we probably don't see a change in formation, but again, who knows? So let's get into forwards here. Forwards is uh, – uh, this is probably the most difficult position on this slate, maybe. Uh, we have Mo Salah, 8,700. I know Jack's going to want to talk about Pascal Gross at 8,600. Uh, so, Ryan, you mentioned that Gross might be better as a right back than a defensive midfielder, and I think that that is in play here to to take over for Veltman. Uh, does it, are, are both of you guys looking at Gross actually in cash games at 8,600, or, or is that a joke? I, I yeah, am just because forward is so bad. Yeah. Um, but it, you want to pay 8,600 though? Yeah, he's pretty expensive. But I mean, my other there, there are not many other options. So in cash games, I feel like I'll probably just play Morgan Gibbs White. He'll take a set piece monopoly. And Leeds are the second biggest favorite. But that game could be a little bit more even. Those are two not very good teams. So I'm not afraid to play Morgan Gibbs White in that spot. And then it's what do you do with your second forward spot? So I could get set pieces and hopefully get like a 10 to 12 point floor from Pascal Gross, 8,600. It does make it hard to like pay for Solly March in a midfield and it makes it hard to pay for two expensive defenders. But it, depending on who starts for leads, you might be able to use that in your midfield. And then what else, what else would you do with your second forward? I guess you could play someone like Solanke at 5K. I feel like the move is you're going to pay for Gross as a second forward or you'll pay down unless I'm missing something or some other value appears. But um, at least from a cash game perspective, I think gross makes sense. I don't really, it's gross. Gross is gross, but um, I think he has a solid floor. I've watched some Brighton games and I mean, he's not like he's, he does get into some decent positions even as a defensive midfielder. So I'm fine with it. I don't know. I'm not thrilled with it, but it's fine. And for cash games, I think you can make a good lineup with him. And with forward being weak, I think set pieces are worth looking for. I don't know. What do you think, Ryan? Uh, Yeah, I think it's fine. You know, obviously it's especially tough for me. I mean, I went out of my way to bring up gross last time and then he puts up 18 floor points with 13 (laughs) crosses. I mean, that game basically went perfect for him and Brighton. They were chasing from the start and the whole game against like a team that couldn't really stop them. But yeah, I think Jack, you know, at right back seems like a good cash play. Like, yeah. And defensive mid, I probably won't do it, but I don't think it's the worst thing. There's just not a lot at, at forward on this slate. Um, but yeah, no, I'd, I'd have a tough time, a tougher time, but I, I assume, you know, sharp people would play him in cash depending on lineups and formations. I just, it's tough for me to stomach based on principle. So <laughs> I, I, I wasn't on the show last week. I wrote about Dominic Solanke. Uh, I did use him in my cash lineup last week. I ended up working out. I kind of feel the same way about Patrick Bamford here, home, hoping it's Nottingham Forest. He's only 5,700. I know there's there's minutes question with him. Maybe he won't even go 70 minutes, but home against Nottingham Forest, 5,700. And if you go cheaper, you just have the you have a potential of you know a five point floor with the upside, kind of like Solanke uh, over the weekend. And then he just allows you to get better options in the midfield, unless there's there's some cheap midfield options that you want to play, like the Mason Mounts if he starts, kind of a thing. But 
am I thinking with, you know, Morgan Gibbs white and Babford kind of a thing is you do have a spot for Madison and Jack Harrison, or you do have a spot for even a McAllister starts, or I don't know if you want to go Solly March. Um, you do have more room for the better midfielders. And I think maybe, maybe more upside midfielders than Pascal Gross as well. So that, that was my line of thinking of at least, you know, spending down a little bit on someone like Bamford. Okay. What if, yeah, if what was... if Bamford doesn't start? Like I see SofaScore has Sinistera and Rudder. Would you still feel the same way? I mean, they're cheaper than Bamford. Um, I trust my lineups more than SofaScore, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't even matter. Um, who I'd, has it. I'd honestly move. I'd honestly does. move to Solanke. I know the matchup isn't good for Solanke, um, but we kind of know he's going to go close to ninety minutes, and I kind of think this Bournemouth Brighton match is going to be is going to be really up and down. Um, uh, as long as we get like Tavernier and Triori in there, as long as we get a good Bournemouth team in that can actually do something, I think there's going to be uh, opportunities there for both sides. Especially if Brighton rotate, that wouldn't be such a bad option. You're basically doing it just because you don't want to play a second forward. So you're scrolling to the cheapest yeah. reasonable option, someone who's going to play 90 minutes. Rudder's probably going to play like 60 or 70 minutes. He's almost always subbed. Um, so... I would agree with you there, but in that situation, I think I might just play Pascal Gross and try to try to make the rest of rest of the lineup work. Um, I I wouldn't do that in tournaments, obviously, but in cash games, why not? So are you saying Gro- Gross and Gibbs White? Yeah. Okay. I think you can do it. Is there anyone else? Like, if you don't, is there anyone else even stand out uh, just in terms of cash game at forward? Outside I mean, of people like, people are the, probably going to play Rodrigo. He's uh, seventy four hundred, and he's plus one twenty to score. But I wouldn't do that. Um, no. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I no mean, one it's... else really stands out. No, it's a weird, it's weird slate. Four, so, four so is weird. That's why I think Woody... the construction is you know you put in Gibbs White, and then it's the decision: is it gross or do you punt on a Bamford? And then you just see which which lineup is a little better. I think the Bamford lineup has a lot of merit because you can play like Reese James and Ben Chilwell and still fit in Sally March. So um, as long if as Leon Bailey there. starts, would either of you guys be interested in that for maybe a set piece or two? Sixty five hundred. He's also going to get subbed early, though. He's one of the Villa attackers that gets subbed off at like the 65-minute mark every time. I feel like I'd almost rather play Bamford in that point. And I don't think he's taken a set piece in a long time. It's been mostly Douglas Louise, and then John McGinn's taken a couple. Um, I think Ashley Young took a corner this weekend, so that's fun. Yeah, I guess he has. Hard to trust, hard to trust. Hard to trust, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... uh. Uh, well, let's jump into midfield here as we'll get Jack's strategy. If you're spending up on Gibbs White and Pascal Gross, what are you what are you doing in the midfield? I assume you can't – maybe if you if, maybe if you're going March or Madison, you're probably going far down uh, as your, for your second midfielder. Is there someone who stands out here? Or are you just looking at, what, John McGinn here at 4,500? 
Um, some of the names that stand out at midfield, unfortunately, I was I clicked a Bamford lineup and then I overwrote my my current lineup. But it involves spending down a little bit more at um, at defender. So it's something that you're more likely to do if Chelsea do line up in a back four, for example, because then Chilwell, even though he's I think he's basically on a monopoly of corners. I know Reese James took a couple indirect free kicks. If my research was correct, I mean, you want to play him, but you can just play like Reese James instead of Chilwell if you want to fit in Sally March. I don't know. You might have persuaded me a little bit more on this like Patrick Bamford type of construction. But some other names that you can play, Jack Harrison at 6,600 seems like a good play, even if he's not necessarily taking set pieces. So Leeds should have some possession. He'll play on the wing. Maybe he takes a couple corners. Probably you shouldn't count on that if Mark Roca starts, I think. And uh, even if Mark Roca doesn't start, you shouldn't count on Jack Harrison taking corners. But the matchup's good, and he's well-priced. And then Brendan Aronson is just really cheap, even if he plays 70 minutes. I think um, he's just a useful guy in cash games that you can use to round out your lineup because I don't really see much else that's cheap in the midfield. Um, and yeah, so that leaves the big question. Do we want to spend up for Solly March? And this goes back to Ryan's earlier comment. Does Brighton play their A-team on the road, or do they rotate? Because that might affect... That might affect how the whole team performance is. And if they're not possessing the ball, it's going to be tougher for Sally March to rack up like 10 shots like he did against Brentford. So it's all a very intricate web, but those are the names that stuck out to me on the first go around. What about you guys? Ryan, what you know, uh, before did you before we get into the weeds, what what's your uh what's your thought between Solomon March and James Madison here as the most expensive midfielders? Yeah, that's tough. Um, I kind of, I kind of lean towards Madison. I don't know, ever so slightly. Just you get the monopoly of sets and uh, sort of a price discount, but I don't know. They're very similar. Like that was Madison was really disappointing last weekend, and so so was Lester. I mean, twenty shots for Palace and zero for Lester at, at halftime of that game. Um, and obviously Brighton are the better team. So maybe Solly's the better play just based on that. But I think it's close. Um, I agree with, I agree about Leeds. Probably for sure going to play a Leeds midfielder in cash. I mean, Aris, Aronson and Roca are the best <clears throat> just because they're the cheapest. Harrison, Harrison would be fine. But yeah, I'd, I'd want to, I'd want to be relatively confident that he's going to take some set pieces if I played Harrison in cash games. But yeah, other than that, I don't know, Tavernier, 8,400. I guess you can lump him in there with those top guys, but I don't think you really want to choose him over one of those top guys. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, just for t- Tavernier here, uh, 8,400 is a lot. I mean, you could go with him in, in tournaments, but this is a guy who – uh, what he returned one or two months ago from an injury. He, I think he came off the bench, then started, then he re-injured himself. Like if Tavernier starts, he's not going more than 60 minutes. I'd say uh, no matter how the match goes, they're not going to push him, you know, the full 90 here. He was already running around uh, in that full match uh, in the second half there. So I know he's awesome. Uh, he's, Form his best player, but uh, eighty four hundred. I, I just worry about playing time if he's if he's in the starting eleven there. Um, as you said, yeah, I think. You, yeah, go ahead. 
No, yeah, I think it, that rules him out for cash games for sure, for sure, just because he's expensive and, like you say, he's what no chance to play more than sixty. I don't know if I'd go that far. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if he's out there for eighty minutes, but yeah, it's too too risky for cash games. They, based off man manager comments, they mm. just don't want to get. They just don't want him to be hurt again for another month plus. Um, okay, well, yeah, that. That makes sense. Then I didn't. I didn't. I don't know about these manager comments. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm being. You, you I'm gotta... being like relatively serious. <laughs> I, I. I hadn't. I haven't heard anything. Well, I mean, it's just the basis of like running a guy into the ground who's not completely fit, kind of a thing. Even though, even though he's your best player, um, you'd rather you'd rather save him than have him be injured again, kind of a thing. It's, yeah. It's okay. Okay. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Save. Save him for what though? I mean, these managers are fighting for their jobs. Bournemouth needs to stay up. Well, I mean, the their current manager probably doesn't have a future job with them. I think they're they're yeah, saving fair. them for the final two months yeah. here, Ryan. Come on. I mean, yeah. I don't think no, no, they no. even just, expect to win this match or anything. I yeah yeah I I agree. They have plenty of guys that All can right. come off the bench too. You're, you're probably right. I mean, maybe we yeah, should talk a bit more the, about. Uh, oh, we should sorry. talk a little bit more about. I was going to say, like March and Madison, but what were you going to say? I was going to say between March and Madison. I think that's a worthy discussion. I guess I saw Madison's name and I was a bit tilted from this weekend, so I was like, screw it, I'll play Solly March. The one oh, week man. I don't play Solly March in cash is the one where he, he gets like a huge <laughs> floor and Madison absolutely bust. No one runs worse than me. Um, anyways, um, I, you might be, I, it just depends on how you think this Leicester Villa game is going to go. So I know Adam, you're big on the Aston Villa is the best team on in the world on the road. And, um, it's a little bit of a bit, but it's not exactly a great matchup for Leicester. Um, so I don't know, like, is Leicester going to possess the ball? Because that's what James Madison needs to get his floor. Um, so I, I feel like I know Brighton are going to possess the ball and that's why I would like to take Sally March and Sally March takes half of the set pieces. He takes, he takes a bunch of corners for them, not everything, but enough. So for a team that has possession, Sally March plays on the wing. We know Brighton are going to have possession. Well, most likely and take some of the corners. That seems almost as good as James Madison taking every set piece for a team that has basically capitulated the last couple of weeks. Um, but maybe they turn it around at home under a new manager. This happens all the time. So it's just a lot of variance in that spot. So maybe that kind of answers the question about how you'd want to approach it. I don't know. Uh, Ryan, no, I thought that, I thought that was uh, that was a pretty good breakdown. Like you, you probably lean Solly <clears throat> because his team's going to have more possession and yeah, it should make up for the fact that he only takes half the set pieces. Yeah. I think I agree with you. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. It, I, like, I don't know the answer. That's that's the best Me thing. I, I don't I don't know the answer. Um, I like Madison because you know he takes free kicks too. I don't know. Like, who takes penalties without Tealman's and Vardy? I was going to ask. Madison. That's yeah. important too. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if it was Madison. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have the answer. I don't know the answer. I. I assume they probably haven't had a ton of penalties uh, without either of those guys. No, um, I made a little 
I made some notes. I couldn't find who takes penalties for Leicester without Tillemans. Yeah. I would Probably, just assume a forward, but Madison's got to have a chance. At least. You know, okay, so yeah, um, ninety-seven hundred. You know, ninety-seven, ninety-seven hundred on the road, though. You know, that, a lot. that's the thing. It's that. It's you know, I look at it and I see. Maybe that's maybe that's a little. Maybe that's I don't know, but I look at it and I see ninety-seven hundred on the road, nine k at home. It's depending on what kind of lineup Brighton roll out. Not necessarily sure how dominant they'll be. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I'm not sure there's a right answer. No, I mean I think I think you'd be spot makes on if right now. Oh, sorry. I mean, if you get if you just you know, Jordan's been talking about this on plenty of pods. If you if you just get rid of Madison's last game, I don't know. You know, we might feel different about the question. Probably. Actually, almost certainly, it's just because I'm annoyed about this weekend, and he has some duds in him. But I mean, it, it's like sort of like core DraftKings principles, right? The monopoly set piece taker who's slightly favored at home—that's a pretty good play for cash games. I think March makes the most sense, uh, just because of matchup. But you kind of have to play out how you want this match to go. Is it going to be a repeat of what just happened against Brentford? Maybe you know Brighton. They don't get a first half goal. They're not winning until the 70th minute or something. You you have Brighton basically pushing for the majority of the match. That leads to corners. Whereas maybe there's a chance that uh, they get a goal, March isn't involved, and they're just not on the front foot really for for the entire time. Um, I, I think it makes more sense to go March. I will say for Madison – like Aston Villa isn't a team. I know they're they're better away from home uh, for some reason, but they aren't a possession. They aren't a possession heavy team, which I think has to come into play here. Uh, I was looking at a recent match at West Ham, which was one one. West Ham is just a team that doesn't get a ton of corners. They had twelve corners in that match. Um, so just the fact that Aston Villa aren't aren't a possession heavy team. Are they favored? I can't even remember. Uh, I guess it's pretty even right there. Um, you got the new manager bump, fake manager bump, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I, I think possession will be pretty even, and I, that might even lead to just to both teams kind of going off the counter and leading to a decent amount of corners, decent amount of action for both sides. So it, it just kind of depends on maybe if you don't even want to decide, you just go March and Madison and you kind of go with, you know, two, three K defenders or something like that. I I don't want to play two cheap defenders on this slate at all, though. Nah. This is a, this is a Belongi yeah. slate. There's a lot of, there's a lot of good fullbacks, fullbacks to play. Um, I think we'll have to make a decision. I don't know, Adam, do you have a corner bet for this Lester? So if you have like Lester over corners then I'll just follow you to the end of the world and play James Madison over Solly March. Um, uh, I, I wrote it down. I'm gonna actually gonna have a tweet with all my corner bets later today. Oh, um, I, there you go. At road was I didn't like. I didn't like some of the numbers, but now you just guilted me into posting the tweet. So um, I think it is <laughs> going to be a Leicester. I think it is going to be Leicester City corners. We'll see. Um, so we talked about the Leeds guys. Is there anyone else? I don't know in in cheaper range that we'd consider. Um, 
I mean, why go elsewhere when you have like the Mark Rokas and you have the Aronsons? But does does anyone else stand out at all? Uh, John McGinn, can I, I, can I throw out a tournament idea at this point? So I, I think yeah. Leeds will probably be like pretty popular. And this means like we're going to have like a chalky Rodrigo who could get subbed off early and do nothing. Like this Leeds Nottingham game could stink just because it's two bad teams playing each other. These often go like one one. I mean, it, it could happen. It could happen enough that you should con- you can consider it failing in tournaments. And there's Villa guys priced nearby all these Leeds guys, and Leicester are a team that's playing poorly. So one tournament idea I had is instead of playing um, Rodrigo, you could play Ollie Watkins, and you can play John McGinn instead of Aronson, depending if John McGinn plays as a wide midfielder like he did in the last game. And then you can play uh, Douglas Louise instead of Jack Harrison. So. If you have like a three-man lead stack, you can just unplug those guys and plug Aston Villa in. And I mean, are Aston Villa going to be one of the most unpopular teams to target? It's purely an it's purely like a roster ship type of play right there. Um, but that's just a tournament idea. In cash games, I'm just going to be focusing on, you know, nailing the Brighton and Leeds guys and hopefully getting to the right end of this Madison um, Solly March decision. Uh, I'll bring up here, so... We, we don't have an article for this slate. Um, I mean, it, it's just more difficult having articles. It's it's easier doing shows. I'll say first off, second off, DraftKings doesn't pay us. It's not a requirement for us to have DraftKings articles. FanDuel pays us. It's a requirement. That's why we have FanDuel articles. Um, I mean, the DraftKings articles are free. You're not paying for the actual articles. So I could make them not free if that's if that's what everyone wants. We could do. That. Um, but honestly, the bottom line on, on our DraftKings content, it's very much in the negative. So uh, if you guys want, if I'll start up a Patreon and you guys can pay us uh, for all the DraftKings content, let's do it. But otherwise, um, this is a business and it's a business decision there. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, this guy's going off us. We're not appeasing to FanDuel. They pay us to write articles. Um, so now that that's yeah, out of and, the way, Adam, can uh, I say guys, something like we want to provide the best product for all of you guys here. I mean, we really appreciate the audience. DraftKings doesn't do us any favors when they post prices at like 3 PM Eastern time. And then the article has to be researched, written and then submitted and edited and posted to the site. Like when, with really short order, they don't even like give us a player list. Like normally we can pull that early sometimes. So it's just a bit of a tough task. So, you know, we want to do everything for you guys. You know, you can talk to us in the chat as well. Um, yeah, I mean, sorry. I mean, we have articles for most yeah, of Ro- the draft. That's slates, true. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Rowar.com slash soccer trial. And then as G is saying everything, the value is in the Discord, rotowire.com slash chat. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show 
by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So, Defender, you guys don't want to spend down at Defenders. So, are your lineups coming down to whether Chelsea use a back four or a back three, or are you not looking at – I mean, you guys are looking at Chilwell and James. So, are you looking at both of them, I guess? Ryan, first up here, who is your favorite defender on this late? Chilwell? If Chilwell's in a, in a, in a wing back, you're going Chilwell. If Chilwell's on the wing, yeah. Yeah, if Chilwell's on the wing, it's just got to be Chilwell. He's been okay. too good, and he's taking everything, and – the matchup, it's not it's not it's not great, but it's not that bad, and it's not nearly enough to scare me off. So, Chilwell for sure. If he's on the wing, then you have a decision. Um, Alexander Arnold, Robertson, Reese James—they're all kind of the same price. Um, I think you go with one of those guys for sure. Maybe maybe even two. I don't know. There there might there might be some value a, a little lower down, but. I think you could go with, I don't know. I, I lean like, I really like when Reese James is on the wing. People know that he didn't really take set pieces, but he takes a couple indirect sets. Uh, I don't know though. Is that enough for cash games? Maybe not. I, I think, I think I would probably just go Chilwell and Alexander Arnold and then maybe another one in the flex. I don't know. What do you guys think? I'm a little hesitant uh, to play Alexander Arnold. Do you want to make Jack raises eyebrows? Yeah, go. <laughs> uh, it's tough for me to persuade you based on you know what him and Liverpool have done recently. But you know, throw that last match against City out. Um, you know, you'd still aren't aren't Liverpool still the better team than Chelsea? I don't know. Six K for Alexander Arnold. He's Probably, I, but yeah, maybe not. Maybe not on any given day. Yeah, I don't know. Like you can fade Alexander Arnold. I'm not too convinced. I don't really have much conviction in it. I'd kind of rather play Reese James, to be honest. I, I think I would like too. His, it just seems like his range of outcomes maybe slightly wider, um, but maybe not. I, I don't know. I guess I'll say this now. I brought this up before on previous Liverpool slates because I bet against them away from home. Liverpool have three wins, three draws, and eight losses away from home this season. They've scored 14 goals in 14 away matches. Um, Is that coming into play here uh, in your decisions and using TAA and Robertson, like, or even Simicast? What if Liverpool don't even hit five corners? Are, are, TAA and the fullbacks, are they going to be worth it? Did I say well, I mean, Chelsea have been bad at home as a counter? <laughs> right? Didn't Chelsea lose to Chelsea just lost to Villa at home, so you could play you could play that side of the coin as well. But I mean the fact is, yeah, I don't think Liverpool are going to get that many set pieces, so it feels a bit rich to play for Trent Alexander Arnold. But maybe I'm yeah. overthinking the most recent <clears throat> Manchester City game where Liverpool were just terrible. Maybe they'll come back and give a good performance. It's just a little bit more variance, I think, than in the past, and I'd yeah. rather play games. I th- I think you could you can look at that Chelsea stuff, but like they are controlling the matches. It's not like Villa had a ton of corners and they won because they had ten corners and, and they scored off a set piece. It was I mean they scored off counters, kind of a thing. At Chelsea, 
kind of ran that match a little bit. They just couldn't score. And that's what that's what's been happening this season. That's why Chelsea are bad. That's why Grand Potter's out. They just they're getting chances to score. They're just not scoring. And then the other end of that, they're allowing stupid goals. So how are you going to play that in? How is that going to come into DFS against a team like Liverpool? I don't know, but I almost think that I don't want to play the Liverpool fullbacks uh, in this matchup. That's kind of where I'm coming at here. Yeah, no, I think it all makes sense. Um, but then, you know, Chelsea. Wow, this guy's really the- going off on me, man. I play $3 in the $1. All right. Well, Thanks for cheers, following, man. Beast mode. Have a, have a good day. I hope it goes better. Okay, uh, don't worry does about he know that. My, does he know my bankroll? Apparently what? not. Apparently not. <sighs> All right. Anyways, um, yeah, I mean, I think you're right. Until Chelsea score in the fifth minute and Liverpool end up with 15 corners. I mean, that that's part of it too, I guess. But, yeah, no, I mean, this, the Alexander-Arnold has been inconsistent. His floor hasn't been as high. He even gets subbed early sometimes. Um, I don't – yeah, I think you can fade him. Yeah, I think my first click, yeah, I obviously. just thought about Simikas or Robertson. They're just a little bit cheaper, and I thought I needed the five hundred dollars mm-hmm. for something at goalkeeper. I mean, I mean, they're all fine plays, but if I can't afford it, I think I prefer like a wingback, Reese James. I think um, I do too. Obvi- it's tough. Obviously, ahead, I'll just say if Chelsea go up a goal in the first ten minutes, TA could have a floor of twenty points. So don't uh, don't come at me when that happens. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get the pitchforks out. So we got these Chelsea, we got these Liverpool guys in a match with a 2.77 implied goal total. Are we putting into consideration anyone else here? I mean, Luke Ayling, I know he's just not the same kind of player, but he's a little cheaper and he's home against Nottingham Forest. He's playing every game. I, I can't, Recommend uh, an Aston Villa fullback here, but Ricardo Pereira could be back in the starting 11. He's 5,300, home against Aston Villa. I mean, we have these guys. Depends where uh, Rasmus Christensen's at for Leeds. He's down here. Christensen for Leicester. He's down here as well. So, I mean, you have these these okay options, but do you think the, do you think the Chelsea and Liverpool fullbacks are kind of must, or is it fine maybe just going down 1K, and maybe getting, you know, the eight to eight or so points from one of these guys kind of a thing. Um, yeah, I think, well, Ch- Chilwell is probably a must. But, yeah, I think you make a good point. You don't necessarily have to have one of those guys as as your second defender. I mean, I probably will, but, you know, you can make arguments against them like you did. It's not a great spot um, for, for, for either of them. I don't know about I, – I wouldn't – you know, Luke Ayling's not quite cheap enough for me to go to him instead of one of them, though. Um, I don't know. What would you think? Like, what do you think about Christensen? He starts in defensive mid again. Is that someone you'd consider or no? Um, maybe. I might. Do you guys like, uh, <laughs> do you, yeah, do you guys like Junior Furpo at 4K at all? Uh, I have him as like the cheapest option if you <laughs> if you want. Don't look at his game log. Don't look at his game log. Oh uh, man! You know I don't. 
it's a good matchup. It's you know, it should be one of the better matchups that Leeds are gonna have. Right. Um, they, you know, I think they can be a little bit encouraged off the performance against Arsenal last weekend. And I don't know. Usually, I see teams, you know, that play at least decent with a big t- against one of the big teams. Then they're at home the next game. You know, it's, yeah, I think it's a spot where you can take a chance on any of these Leeds players. Um, but I don't know, like Ailing would be too much for cash games. Like I'm more talking tournaments. I, I like Ailing in tournaments. Somehow, like over the past month, maybe he was cheaper. But like good players, like Moneyball, have been like randomly playing Luke Ailing in uh, cash. So it's just one thing that sticks out in my head. He seems like a perfectly fine play though for tournaments i probably won't get there in cash what about um victor christensen if he starts didn't he take some like corners back when he was healthy and then he played 60 minutes last weekend i think he's like 100 more than rasmus christensen hope i'm not mixing these two up uh no within did those, did those corners come did those come with madison or without madison i guess that's my main question um we can double check on the rotowire cheat sheet which is a fantastic tool um I think they, I think yeah, they split just, like one of these. Yeah, so that, that right interested here. me as well. Um, okay. But he's coming off of an injury and he only played 60. So maybe it's a lot to ask him to play 90, but that at least stood out to me. Um, yeah, no, that's, yeah. I, I didn't see him possibly, I didn't see him that he might start. Um, I don't think he, did, did he take corners last game? He Adam? didn't take no, he just, so. he's yeah. taken then, five total set pieces for less. Yeah, so. and then none the game before. You know, it's interesting because those ones that he did take, Madison was in for at least some of them. Um, yeah, it's, but yeah, I don't think you can twenty three game. Yeah, I don't think it's something you can rely on. Yeah, probably more of a, especially with the fitness and the minutes, probably uh, more of a tournament play. So the but big, it might take the big, Diana. Uh, as I was gonna say, the big talking point here over the last couple of days is Brighton can't defend set pieces. Uh, are you guys looking at the uh, the Bournemouth the Bournemouth center backs here? Looking at Tennessee Stevens, maybe maybe the uh, the taller Philip Billing getting that uh, getting that goal kind of a thing. Pair him or, up with uh, Joe Rothwell uh, if he starts thirty three hundred. Yeah, get yeah get Joe Roth in there, Rothy boy. Is that you, know, it? you guys is that aren't the, thinking about that? Tennessee, is that the call? You nailed it last time. Tennessee, Tennessee is the call. Yeah, yesterday you called the um, the Keen goal, and what a beautiful strike it was. <laughs> yeah, I called this, I called the goal bump. from thirty yards out. <laughs> I'm on I'm on a pretty good center back run actually. I I, I won some stuff on uh, Sunday, I believe it was. Uh, the West Ham center back, his name is escaping my mind for some reason, but uh, I won on that. So, so I'm I'm feeling pretty good about it. Do you want to back uh, Bournemouth to score against Brighton? Maybe not, but uh, maybe you do. They just gave up three to three to Brentford. So, for goalkeeper, we have we got a couple teams at 37, 38 percent clean sheet. Jason Steele is up there. Meslier is up there. Uh, is it, I don't think it's worth it here to spend up. I, I assume you guys don't want to spend up either. Does anyone catch your mind, Ryan, catch your eye, Ryan here? Nope. Um, Emmy Martinez is the apple of my eye. We'll, we'll ride him into the sun. So you can fade him. That's, uh, 
don't know. It's goalkeeper. What are, you, what are you game log watching? Maybe. I don't know. I think Lester stink. <laughs> so there you go. I'll play Emmy Martinez. He's pretty cheap too at 4,500, especially given how like close the game is. It doesn't seem like it's like the most efficient DraftKings pricing ever at goalkeeper. Maybe the lines moved a little bit. I don't know. It's fine. I didn't have James Madison in my lineup at the time. So I mean, Martinez fit. Um, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, any of these keepers are it fine. Honest, yeah. It makes probably, sense I, just to go 5K or cheaper. Yeah. Um, I had Kepa. I like the home guys. I don't mind all the way down to Neto. I don't mind Melier if you can afford him. And I mean, Martinez is fine too. But I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll probably play a home homekeeper if, if I can, but I'm not going to prioritize it. Yeah. I think all these guys are in play. I mean, yeah, they, they're all in play. I mean, a lot of times, even if you get the Brighton guys, I mean, we just saw, I think, what David Raya had a, a, a season high of anyone for, with 11 saves, and Brighton already a team that just get a ton of opportunities. So you just hope that, okay, maybe. Maybe Brighton only score one or two, but they get eight shots on target, and you're you're fine right there. So, um, like I think pretty much all these goalkeepers are in play here. So, yeah, I've seen really good players negatively correlate their goalie just to get the outfielders that they want in cash games. They they don't seem afraid to do it. So, if you like the rest of your lineup, there is that upside where they just score four points. You know, they concede three goals but get five saves. That's perfectly fine when you're spending the least amount of goalkeeper. I think. Yep, I think so too. Uh, sorry, I'm just reading some comments. Um, do you guys have? <laughs> um, so what do we have here? How how are we gonna win? There's a couple king of the pitches. There's a couple. There's a couple tickets up for grabs here. Uh, I don't even know what the move is here. Do you think people are gonna go heavy on Brighton because they almost never do? Is it the move to go Brighton? Is it to go Leeds? Is there a route that's obvious, or is it just? Just find something you like and go with it because I nothing really stands out to me personally. But uh, Ryan, do you have any any uh, favorite matchup you want to target between these four here? Um. Yeah. Well, if if I don't like the Brighton lineup, I'm gonna I'm gonna be low. I'm gonna be under on them in tournaments just because I. Seems like a spot where finally they might be a little bit more popular as the biggest favorite with the highest implied total. But I could fade that. Like, I know Leeds will be popular, but I'll definitely have, like, some Leeds mini stacks, like three Leeds players for sure. Um, if, I, if I'm if i targeting a game, I don't know. Are people going to target this Chelsea-Liverpool game? That's, that's, that's my question. Game I, that's what I want to target for tournaments. Like, I'm looking at Chilwell, Reese James, Salah, or even – Chelsea forward too. The Chelsea forwards are cheap. Yeah, um, you could go Pulisic. Any of them. Any of them. I I, I could see that game being back and forth. Uh, maybe more often than people think, just because of the the players who are involved in it. And it's a uh, you know a big game. If, if an early goal happens, you could be back and forth. So I kind of like targeting that one. Um, yeah, no strong takes on the other games. I don't know. What do you like? Which game are you looking at, Jack? What do you? I got? can. Um, I I wanted to go with the Chelsea shout there. I like Kai Havertz. He's actually had like a pretty good like fl- shot based floor lately. So he's a player who can get twenty points with one goal, 
and that seems really appealing at his price in that matchup. And then you can do whatever you want with that. You spend up a defender. You could play Chilwell for an assist. You could play maybe he scores it early, like you mentioned it, Ryan, and you can play one of the Liverpool fullbacks and hope they actually push this time. Hopefully they have a more motivated performance after last week. So I like that route. I gave away my bad Aston Villa uh, advice just in case that leads chalk busts. Um, that That's one, one idea I had. I won't invest a lot in that, but I have a ticket to this King of the pitch. So maybe instead of playing leads, I would play Villa. That might be something I consider. Um, that's if, again, it goes back to Ryan. That goes to like, if, if uh, Brighton have a good lineup or not, because if Brighton don't have a good lineup, then I don't want to play like Brighton and Aston Villa together. That just seems like a bad, like a bad lineup, but if Brighton bring out the A squad, I don't want to put Brighton and Leeds together in the same lineup because that's sort of the cash game move. And mm-hmm. when a winner take all 120 person contests like this King of the Pitch, I'd probably prefer to take a rip on Aston Villa. Maybe I can get that Ollie Watkins brace and join Ryan in the Ollie Watkins Appreciation Society. Just one idea, yeah. though. No, I think that's a good idea, and I'll probably have some Villa too. Just because of Madison and and same with the Chelsea Liverpool game. Like if I'm playing Chelsea fullbacks, I want them to have, you know, big floor games and there's a better chance of happening with that, of that happening with the Liverpool goal. So, and then vice versa. Like if I'm playing Kai Havertz, like Jack said, I probably want a Liverpool fullback uh, in that lineup. And then, you know, if I'm playing Villa and you need a Villa goal, probably going to want James Madison in that lineup. You know, he'll have a good chance to have a high floor if they go down early or, or in a back and forth game. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll have more correlation than, than maybe usual uh, in tournaments on these slates. Are you guys too down on the, the Brighton B squad here? Maybe, uh, but I've played them a couple times in those, I just they disappointed me a couple times in those cup matches. That's all I can remember. But yeah, maybe I'm too down on them because for one, Evan Ferguson is not the B squad. He's better than Welbeck for sure. So that that's not B right. squad. Um, you know, if Caicedo's in there, he's one of the best defensive midfielders in the league. I mean, it's not really Yeah, I'm not too down on them, but I don't know. Like Undavin and CISO and those guys in there, they definitely makes them worse. A little bit. Yeah, I'm just trying to trying to think how much how much it actually is should come into play here. Because if we're, I mean, if we're considering guys like Mitama and McAllister, uh, even like I don't know Ferguson's 8300, just these guys without set pieces who on a short week they may be in play for the 70 minutes. But Undav is a little cheaper. He gives you a forward spot he's 7100 just someone like him who he would be in I mean he's played in that Alexis McAllister role I think it was in the prior prior cup game against Grimsby Grimsby Town he had a golden assist if I remember correctly obviously Grimsby Town but um, <laughs> just just I mean I, I just don't want to like completely just because of if like in CISO and Undaf are in there, I wouldn't completely ignore Brighton because they still play no, the same way. Like not. Brighton are still going to have possession. Um, like if, if you want to stack Brighton, like I still think you can use those guys because I, yeah, I mean, I've, I've done it before with like Sarmiento and Ferguson kind of thing. And 
and it's worked. So I, yeah, I, I think that's a good point too because those types Brayton, of, they're, they're not going to be that popular. Them. Those type those guys won't even be that popular either. So yeah, I mean it's not a spot to move off of. They have the highest total on the slate. You can definitely stack them if you want to. And yeah, Chan, I saw you know Moneyball put up one twenty with Gross, of course. After I went back and singled out Gross, I mean, just last week was I, I got humbled over the weekend, Chan. Um, but I think it was mostly my doing. Are we taking on Moneyball's head-to-heads now, Ryan? This no, we're not taking. Uh, I mean, Moneyball is one of the don't best. Don't do that. I'm not taking, I'm not taking Moneyball's head-to-heads. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I, I messed that last slide up. Frustrating. So yeah. you guys are both on this this Chelsea Liverpool match. I think what I'll say is that I think any of these matches could end scoreless. So that yeah. means you can attack any of them. Uh, I think all of them are in play. If you want to stack any of them, if you want to look at one certain team kind of thing, I think they're all in play. Uh, for just running through it, like Nottingham Forest, Steve Cooper has already come out and said, like, I know we're terrible away from home. You almost think they're just going to kind of play a little more defensive here and try not to lose this game. Then we got the Leicester situation with the, with a new manager here who knows how they're going to look. Bournemouth, Brighton, that game ended 1-0 a couple months ago uh, at Brighton. I think Brighton got a late goal in that one. So, I mean, it can be done where Bournemouth is actually holding Brighton score, this kind of thing. And if they have Triore and Tavernier, their their best player is back. That's another boost. They're also coming off a win, so there is some confidence there. And then we got Chelsea and Liverpool, which who knows is going to happen. So, I think you could look at any of these matches and make a lineup that makes sense, is reasonable, and you can win a tournament because no one's going to be overly popular. I think that's the main yeah, that's the main thing we're talking about here. Is no one's gonna be overly popular. So, if you like a matchup a lot, just just stack it, just go with it, and and hope that you know hope the goals come in that one. So, you know, any last yeah. thoughts here, Ryan? Yeah, just sorry more about you know how Moneyball scored one twenty though, Chan. It's because he faded Madison, which which was basically the crux of my strategy. And part of the reason that I was high on, you know, playing Jordan, who was going to have him. And then, you know, I saw that Arsenal lineup came out without Saka. And I just had the, the exact wrong thought, which was, oh, I'll just I'll just play Madison because Jordan's going to have him and I can still beat him with my four other Arsenal players. But the strategy was part of the strategy was fading Madison, who might not be in that great of a spot, might not have as good of a floor and to capture Arsenal. And so I went against both those strategies and it, you know, it would have worked basically the, the, I would have beat Jordan and Moneyball put up a score like that. You can play pretty much any lineup without Madison gets there because everyone else crushed um, that you would have played. So yeah, that was annoying. Suge- are, suggestions for are you. Okay, man. Are you good? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Are you asking <laughs> me? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> just, it was tilting, you know, just um, my own <laughs> mistake. Like it was my own mistake is what I'm saying. I, I, I would do it again and just execute better. But anyways, yeah, like I've, I'm looking at sort of a short Villa stack. Jack mentioned one, but I might do it differently in that I would want to have pay up for Madison and I'm probably paying up for defenders as well. So I'd be looking at like a McGinn, Buendia, Ramsey, one of them to, to get something cheaper. Um, and then maybe you could pair it with a, 
without Ollie Watkins. But yeah, I think you're going to want to have one of those cheap guys. I know Jack mentioned them too, especially because they'll be leveraged off of the popular leads guys who are cheap in that range. So yeah, <clears throat> I like that. Jack, who's your favorite player? In general or uh, for the slate? Yeah, who, who's going to be in every one of your lineups on the slate? Oh, who's going to be in every one? Um, well, Ben Chilwell, but he's going to be like 40% owned, so that doesn't really count. I had a thought to use um, Jack Harrison and Brendan Aronson in two midfield slots and just run a 20 train of those and scramble up the forwards a little bit in case leads go off. I don't think I'll do that anymore because uh, I don't know. I, I, see, I think I want to more maybe be able to stack other games, but I'll, I'll just put my, uh, I, he won't be in every lineup, but I'm going to die in this John McGinn Hill. I played him in cash stupidly a couple weeks ago, but uh, he rewarded me in showdown with a goal. And if he plays forward, I think he's a pretty talented player, a little too cheap in this spot. So that, that's my favorite tournament play. Ryan, you got anything? Mm. Pulisic and James Milner my favorite but I would play no I'm not, I'm not James Milner <laughs> um, yeah no I don't really have one but uh, you know I don't think anybody mentioned my guy Harvey Barnes everybody wants to play Villa people will play Madison there from Leicester doesn't Harvey. seem like anyone will play Harvey I could take a chance there um, but yeah, I'm looking at, you know, leads as well. Like I'm going to have two leads players in a lot of lineups and I don't know what lineup we're going to get, but I've been planning on one of these 5,300 guys, Somerville and Sinister are both 5,300. That's a really good price. Yeah. I mean, you know, it just makes sense. Like how am I going to, mm-hmm. I'm never going to avoid this spot for leads because I like to spend up for defender. So, like, I can just yep. do that easily. I know they're going to be, like, relatively popular, but I'm not going to miss out when they score two or three goals at home against Forrest. Yeah, that's where I was going. Uh, Javi Garcia, in his press conference, he mentioned that he wants his team to have more possession uh, than they've been having. And more possession usually leads to more opportunities. So, uh, that's where I'm going. I'm going to get... Whoever starts for Leeds, I'm going to have at least one Leeds guy in all of my lineups, maybe two. Me too. Mindset. So that's all we got here. Rotowire.com slash soccer trial, free 48-hour trial. Once you're in, rotowire.com slash chat on the Discord. You can find Ryan at Ryan Belangi on Twitter. Jack is at Jack Burkhart. I am at Roto Zadroik. Again, awesome, uh, awesome corner bets out there. Uh, Jack guilted me into posting that. So I am 52, <laughs> I'm 52, 26 on the season on kits and wagers. My article is, I don't know, 15 games of buy fun 500 as well. So you want to check those out. Thanks for watching everyone. Yeah. It, sorry. If anybody, if anybody, sorry, again, late interruption, but just if anybody decides to take one of that guy's $500 heads up matches, send me a DM and you'll be about 80% to win. I think uh, I'll tell you who I think it is after the show, but all right, right, everyone. Thanks for watching. And we'll see everyone Thursday. Actually, there's, there's some Wednesday games. Maybe someone will be back for a Wednesday discussion as well. Thanks for watching everyone. Thank you, Jack. Thank you. Thanks guys. What's spring like in Park City, Utah? 
Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its opera ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com.